What's up, everyone? Welcome to a very special episode of the Canadian Game, Canadian Game podcast. Probably shouldn't screw you up. Uh, I don't know, Brett. What do we what do we call this? Are we going Are we going to try to do this type of show every month? We might. Yeah, something like this. Spoiler cast. Should we just call it spoiler cast for now? I don't know. You. Yeah. Sure. CanadianGameDoes.com spoiler cast. We're we're basically going to look at a game that came out uh, and just kind of dive deep into it. So. We're going to talk about uh, Guacamelee 2, which came out um, on August, what was that, 23rd? 20, 20, 21st. 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 Uh, on PlayStation 4 and on Steam, so you can pick it up right now. If you're in the midst of playing it, you might want to skip out on this episode for now uh, and come back to it later. Um, joining me on this very special spoiler cast is Brett. Hi. <laughs> That's all you're I thought you already said you said my name like six times, so I wasn't expecting another introduction. Well, I was like, I was just talking to you, and then now I've introduced you. Uh, and true. then a very and then another special guest that we have with us is uh, Jason Kanem. Yeah, right on. Excited to talk about this. Yeah, man. Very so excited. you are uh, you were a developer on the first game. Um, yeah. And did you work on, on on Severed, or did you leave before that? No, I, I left right when Severed finished. Okay, so you worked mm-hmm. on Severed, and then you released your, uh, you worked on your own studio, and you released uh, your own game, Wave the Passive Fist. So you're coming in to Guacamelee 2 as a fan. Um, yes, that's what makes it extra exciting. There you go. And uh, and so you're, you're amongst friends here, because we're all fans of the first game, and I think of this game, I'll just say, um, that I think all three of us uh, all really enjoyed this game, or all really like it, correct? Oh, yeah. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. So before we kind of get into this again, there's we're going to talk about spoilers on the game, uh, the fight, the different fights, the the story, the the things that we see and, and whatnot, and what we think about everything. Um, so again, if you don't want to be spoiled about Guacamelee Two, maybe just put this podcast off to the side for about a week or two, uh, and then come back. Um, before we kind of get going, we're all at three different kind of stages uh, of this game. So Jason, do you want to maybe just kind of um, like when did you pick it up when, uh, and how much did you did you beat it did you get the platinum how far did you get into the game sure so like i played it on launch day same as like most people um and yeah i just wanted to jump right into it and i kind of devoured it on first day just out of sheer excitement but uh so i went for the 100 percent hard mode playthrough um which yeah which we're gonna get into specifics but like surprised me in a bunch of ways like specifically about how hard it was and things that are in there um so yeah at this point i've done a hundred percent uh hard playthrough and uh i'm just before that so i'm a hundred percent a normal playthrough so the only trophy i need now is the hundred percent you just have to beat it right you don't a hundred percent hard correct yeah you just have to beat it on hard so i'll do that probably throughout the week and then probably finish it off on the weekend brett your uh you haven't been you're about yeah 75%, 75% percent done yeah and uh and, uh, i'm i'm going 100% this game no matter what so and were you're playing on normal as well though right yeah i'm just starting the normal one so the two of us have played on normal and jason's played on hard so that's where we kind of stand on guacamelee 2 um we were all fans of the first one one of us was a designer developer on the first one we're all fans of this one we all really like it i think um at least i'll say that i, I do recommend the game it is a really fun enjoyable awesome game yeah um, easily before we kind of i mean the, the, i guess this show will kind of work out as a little bit of a review as well but why don't we just kind of start there like our just overall kind of thoughts on the game jason as someone who was really in deep with the first one how do you feel about the second one sorry that's some noise outside my window how do you feel about the second game 
Sure. Like the thing initially, the blanket kind of statement I can say about the game that like one of the things that surprised me, one of the things that makes it cool is that it is a true sequel. The game is always running like on all cylinders. It's always at a 10. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I noticed about it. Like it doesn't have very much kind of releases intention. Like it ramps up in difficulty and complexity a lot faster than Guacamelee did. And it rides that high tension like throughout. There's very few moments where it kind of throttles back. And that's kind of what surprised me. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have your typical like highs and valleys for difficulty where you got like, go up, go down, go up, go down. It kind of is a steep climb at the beginning and then it stays up there throughout mm-hmm. pretty much the entire game. Now, do you think the like talk about difficulty? Because yeah, you played on hard, we played on normal. Um, I don't. I think I only died in terms of fighting, like in a fighting challenge. I think I only died in like a handful of of fights. Um, certainly near the end of the game, the three the three Jaguars fight was probably the hardest and probably one of the funnest parts of that game, to be perfectly honest. Uh, where you fight the three. Um, Javier Jaguar is that his name? I forget the name of the character. Yeah, Javier Jaguar. Yeah. Javier. Yep. And uh, and it's awesome how they come in and, and stuff like that. That fight was phenomenal. Um, other than that fight, though, there wasn't really that much challenge in the fighting part of the game. Do you do you think that like do you agree with that in terms of the hard difficulty or or even like normal kind of fights in a hard you know gets you kind of sweating bullets a little bit. There's definitely, it's definitely more intense on hard. I've been watching some video playthroughs, specifically of like that battle gauntlet that ends with the three Jaguar fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched some YouTube playthroughs of it on normal. And because um, I wanted to see if they actually like change the enemy types in that. It looks like the enemy types, like the fights themselves are the same, but you have to work a heck of a lot harder on hard. It's just, it's just a much bigger war of attrition. Like one mm. thing I noticed, the biggest enemies with the hammers, the ones that do the countdown before they slam it on the ground. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those things have like pretty much half the health a boss has. Right. Like I noticed on normal, I saw him land um, a mega rooster uppercut because mm-hmm. he was fully powered up and I saw a quarter of his health go away and I was like, no, on hard, <laughs> on hard, you will spend all of your stamina doing every move you've got and you've maybe got him down by a third. Hmm. Like you gotta work, and so like the three jaguar fight, I I I died at least twenty times to that fight right. at least, and the battles that led up to that fight as well, I I wiped at least dozens of times. Right. Um, uh, they were they were intense. They were definitely harder than anything that existed in Guacamelee, and in terms of like Guacamelee in general, both games, the general public perception for the game typically was that the combat was the most challenging part of the game, I think. Hmm. See, I don't um, know if I... Well, so, before we get into that, Brett, do you do you kind of agree with that on normal, the fighting is kind of not really that difficult? Yeah. Yeah, as of right now, uh, it's a cakewalk. Like, for me, it's like... it's like It, it feels like putting on a, an old glove. It's just silky smooth. Like, I'm right back into it. I know all, everything I can do, which is great. But I just... I think that's part of it is they're like oh i know what to do with all these guys just punch them they're dead and i haven't really died that often either in the in the combat sense uh yeah but a handful of times so far too so i find it really easy yeah but you guys i assume are both really familiar with the combat system like you you dodge cancel oh yeah I'm, you, yeah yeah that's a, that's a thing that 
kind of I found from watching playtest previously and even watching YouTubers play, like a lot of people don't play that way. Like when they uppercut, they let the whole animation of that uppercut play out. Oh, really? Float in the air for two whole seconds, land on the ground. They're like, oh, now I can do my next punch. Oh, I'm my. Like, no, like, so oh, my. you guys are high-level players for sure. I, you kind of make me uh, curious to watch some YouTube plays now because I'm just slamming these guys. Like, they're not even getting a chance to breathe, you know? So, hmm, that's interesting. That's the right – then you're playing – it. then you're playing, like, at that really high level. That That's awesome. Like, I have no doubt. One of the funnest things to do is to like uppercut someone, kind of punch them a few more times, and then do oh, yeah. the, do the 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 slam the um, I forget the, mm-hmm. the frog slam or whatever. Like yeah, down down circle like the green one um, yeah. on an enemy. So it's kind of interesting. I haven't actually watched any like YouTube. Uh, and I get I get a I get super hyped when I actually dodge cancel effectively, and I'm still floating in the air, smoking them and stuff. Yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. It's the next level for me. Like that's what I still like. Uh, that's what I like about the game in general. It's so smooth for me. So I just feel like I'm just I'm just cakewalking the uh, the combat right now. <clears throat> that is one thing about this game. So so Brett, you're playing on PC. Jason, you played on PS4. So did I. Are you Jason? Mm-hmm. Are you playing on PS4 Pro or? Uh, no, just a just PS4. So base PS4 base. Uh, I'm on the PS4 Pro. Uh, Brett's playing on PC. This game runs beautifully like it is oh it is smooth it is mm-hmm. a constant frame rate like I, it's not, i'm not one to like usually pick up on those sort of things but mm. i'm playing this game and i'm just like this game really doesn't ever slow down or or anything like that um mm-hmm. in terms of like technicality so it's kind of cool you know i played the very first game on vita and i don't remember that stuff happening on vita either but considering i played the first one on vita and now this this new one on on ps4 on my 4k tv like it just it's so beautiful oh. like the colors everything is just run it's it just the yeah. art is it's just everything about the like technicality and the art and stuff like that it's just awesome about this game mm-hmm. um so one thing that so one thing that i actually one kind of criticism i have of the game is the difficulty you know i played it on normal i, I think i I'll, I'll, i wish i could have played i had some time to play on hard i will certainly play on hard but at least on normal, the the difficulty on the platforming sections is certainly I find way harder than the difficulty on on combat. Um, there are times where, and like you said, how the game kind of never slows down. There are definitely some of those like trials, mm-hmm. uh, like platforming sections where I'm just like, like how I'm only like an hour and a half into this game. Like how do they expect me to do this already? Mm-hmm. And just takes a few times. And just one of the things. That was kind of I mentioned this on the the last podcast, Brian. I just did is with the difficulty. Some of the sections might be like kind of hard or, or challenging or whatever. But when you die or, or what have you, you just start right at the start. So it's kind of it just becomes kind of like a, a rinse and repeat. Um, just trying to learn the, the the patterns. I didn't really find that issue until really the like the the golden chicken challenges. Sure. Yeah. Um, which some of them are are legit like really infuriating <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. like especially that fi- the final kind of challenge gauntlet or whatever whatever it's called um do they change like I, you play it on hard but i know you've been watching some youtube things do you know if they've changed any of the layout or anything like that for the challenging stuff on hard versus normal or it doesn't appear so from what i've been able to see i think it's the same like basically hard only affects combat mm. and so with my kind of like the balance, like I just feel the balance of challenge of combat and, and platform is just sort of a little off sync. Like, do you find that's the case in, in hard? Like, or do you think it's like a pretty even steady of just like challenge and ramp- ramping up the difficulty? 
I think hard specifically ratches up the combat to be a bit more on par with the. It evens that out a bit more for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm. And Brad, do you kind of agree with that? That like th- that platforming can be like kind of challenging in certain sections, and like the combat's not really kind of there on normal just yet. Yeah, pretty much. Like I, there's been only a couple challenges where I'm just like, what, what? And then I'm like, oh, okay. You want me to push every single button for this one? Yeah. So, <laughs> like. Because there was one I was trying to do. I'm like, uh, it took me a little bit. I'm like, oh, you want me to do chicken, chicken, then melee, then melee, melee, dash jump. Oh, swatch time. Okay, I got this. So it took me like five tries to do it. Like, oh, okay. I can do this. But I feel like, I'm not at the end yet, but I feel like Wakamelee 1's challenges were way more harder than what I've gone through so far. So That will change by the end. Like I I hope so. I think like like if you remember like Too Late Treetops. Oh yeah, that was like my favorite thing to try to do. That was Oh tough. man. That seems quaint. That seems like delightfully simple and quaint compared oh, to right, what comes wait. at the end of this game. The can't wait. Yeah, I will Brad, I will say the final kind of chicken challenge. I don't know. Have you done any of the chicken challenges? Do you even know what I'm talking about when, when I say that? The kind of the golden chicken key. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Um the the final challenge in that is super like really really tough like it it um okay. kind of what you're saying we're just like oh i gotta like chicken dash up and then slide and then up again and then it's like mm. one of those yellow orbs that refreshes everything so it's a whole new ball game in the middle of the air and stuff like that so yeah oh, that's the, cool. uh, the final room of the final chicken temple mm-hmm. is my favorite screen in the entire game i forget which i look like i look forward to it now what's the... um it's the one you have to double loop back around on. There's like a bunch of alternating dimension pillars you have to slide oh, across. Oh, yes. Then jump, dash, dash, jump, jump, slide, float, land back down so you can do it again because you've offset how the pillars are. Yeah. It's awesome. Like that room is my favorite room. You have mm. to do like a figure eight through the room. It's super neat. Like I, it's so well designed. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't clue into that. I finally made it to the end of that room without having to like go back or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, how the like, how the hell do I get onto that thing? Because the the slide takes you like two pillars over or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I realize, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's there's definitely a lot of like really, uh, like cool moments where you kind of just like look at the challenge. Like the first time you enter in a challenge, and you're just like, how the fuck am I supposed to do this? And yeah. then when you when you beat it, you're just like, yo, that was pretty cool. That was that was like pretty legit. And it's always nice to break those barriers too, so that you can just kind of skip it, <laughs> like in mm-hmm. the future. Um. <laughs> So let's talk about, I guess, just the story in general. Um, you start the game and you you redo the the, the boss from the first game. Uh, very funnily, they give you a trophy called that was I thought that was harder last time or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it shows it shows you kind of just gone uh, gone a little fat. You just kind of became mm-hmm. a family man after seven years. Yep. And then all hell breaks loose, and you're kind of in this now new kind of darker timeline where where you have died. Um, and, and then it's just like off to save the world again. So the, the, I mean, I don't remember to be perfectly honest. I don't remember the story of the first game that well. It's, it's all inspired by Mexican, um, wrestling and all that stuff. Folklore death plays a huge part. Was the story of Guacamole one or two kind of a big impact or like big thing for either of you two? Jason um, or Brett, hmm. whoever no, wants go to ahead, Brett. Yeah, go ahead, Brett. I actually, honestly, for I actually 
Hmm. I, I think I like the story more in the first one. Uh, then I, I don't even really care about the second the story in the second one. Because it's just like, all right, cool, I'm traveling the universe. But, like, the first one, I had to save my woman and stuff. Like, there, was, it seemed like there was a point to it all. And because, uh, yeah, because your wife was the one that was being kidnapped to open the parallel universe for Lucifer or uh, whatever his name, his name was. Not the devil, but I forget the villain's name now. Kalaka. Yeah. And then he was going to take over the world if, with her or something like that. So that was actually, like, it seemed just better. This one is just like, oh, it's the multiverse. Who cares? <laughs> that's that's how I feel. Like I don't really care. I like the I do like the 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 bad guys that are in it, but I actually feel like I like the Guacamole one cast more than Guacamole two. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think which, it's just a better s- story. Which is funny because they brought back all of the Guacamole one people as well. Yeah, and yeah, which is yeah. Yeah, it's I I think what they were going for is or or my my impression of it is like it's kind of like this like is like the established universe is like this could be episode 120 of the guacamole cartoon yeah like they they already know each other they're like yeah yeah we we already know each other it's like this is this week's episode it involves dimension jumping Mm -hmm. and timelines so they kind of treated the whole world like yeah yeah we're, we're all friends we all know each other we don't mm. introduce each other anymore. It's just, boom, what's going on today? Oh, my God, Juan, there's alternate timelines, and they're collapsing on one another. and We've got to stop this one bad guy from dealing with it, um, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of cool because it kind of makes the universe feel bigger than it is or that it's been around longer than it actually has. Like, Yeah. I, I think, which I think is what they're going for because then it, you know, it endears the characters more to you and makes you feel like, more like you care more about it like yeah oh yeah i love that show mm-hmm. Melee, i love well, i love that show i want to mm-hmm. play a game hmm. very true um yeah i never looked at it that way yeah to, to be honest neither have I, but you're kind of making a lot of sense where i'm where now i'm kind of like thinking back um i'm excited to play through it on hard again just to kind of uh a take my time a little bit more because i was kind of rushing my playthrough a little bit just because I, I did i really wanted to at least finish it in time for this podcast but i wanted to 100 percent it um, mm-hmm. So now I'm kind of excited to play play it on hard, uh, just to kind of catch all that, all the references. One thing I have, one question I have that I'm just kind of now thinking about is uh, there was memes in the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, this game, does, Guacamelee Two, does a lot of like references to other games. There's like a Final Fantasy kind of world. There's a Street Fighter um, like joke in there. Uh, mm-hmm. There's there's posters for different various games like Runbo and Celeste and. Mortician's mm-hmm. Tale and stuff like that. Uh, and then there's a, a world, a meme world, where it's just basically a bunch of memes and they call it the dankest timeline. Yes. But they make a lot of jokes that there was a lot of criticism of the first game that there was a lot of memes. Was that a, was that a criticism of the first game? I don't really remember that. Oh, yeah. Huge criticism. Yeah, for sure. Why? Yeah. <laughs> um, criticism? Uh, it was just a, like a lot of forum posts. Like, uh, I believe some of the dialogue that the characters say in the dankest timeline are verbatim like Steam forum posts. I was wondering about that because the, they like, have they put the like a username or whatever beside it. So I was just like, mm-hmm. did they just kind of copy these from Steam? Those usernames are definitely fake. Yeah. But like they, what they're saying are some of them are probably, yeah, I, I believe like some of them are very close to the sentiments. And I think it was just kind of, yeah, it was definitely, I don't think it was ever a quote unquote problem. Right. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think it negatively impacted how the game did or the audience for the game, but it was definitely something that came. It came up a whole lot, and that's like I said, it was a popular weird. form. Topic. 
That's fine. I never, I never really like. I remember just seeing them in in the first one and just kind of laughing or whatever. I didn't realize it was it like necessitated this whole like side quest <laughs> where where you just see mm. like all these memes. It's all like 2013 memes or whatever. Like it's it's kind of still like from back in the day or whatever. Um, yeah, they're all the same. They're literally the same graphics just put in. <laughs> like they just imported clearly those same graphics. And I'm like, yeah, just paste them there. Make some characters say snarky comments and. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was funny, and I, I guess you know it was, and and that's the thing, just to kind of speak to that, to like one of the fun things they did, like you mentioned, Street Fighter, um, the turn-based RPG section, like they definitely had a lot of the fun saying like, well, we have this premise of timelines, and we built our main game around the normal and the darkest timeline, mm-hmm. and they kind of clearly like, well, what's stopping us from just going crazy with little side mm-hmm. stories that last fifteen twenty minutes, just boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was um, there was a lot of there was a lot of good ones, and I, I just remember like the Street Fighter one was like probably the funnest one because it doesn't tell you to attack the car. I don't even think it really hints for you to attack the car, but it's the back it's the same background or whatever. It looks very like a you're playing a fighter, so you, yeah. So your natural instinct is just to to to, to destroy the car or whatever. Um, and then you get to go back or whatever, and he and just like ruin the guy's day or whatever. Very very cool. Um, one uh so how do we feel about i mean like i said this is kind of part spoiler cast part part review like how do we feel about kind of the the overall length of the game because you know guacamelee one and two aren't really super long games like uh jason i think you said that you 100 percented on hard in about 10 10 and a half hours right yeah and i and i'm right there along along with you but on normal um brett you're around the six hour mark and we think you're 75 percent. like you can 100 percent this game and like i think a normal average player can 100 percent this game in under 14 hours Um, if i didn't have to work i would have had this game done probably in a day yeah for sure for For sure sure. which jason did (laughs) yeah yeah which i definitely think i would have been able to do this in a day oh yeah and so, um, how do we, like, how do we feel about that? Like, as because the la- the first game came out in 2013, um, mm-hmm. so it's ten and uh, Super Turbo Championship Edition came out in the next year, I think, right? In 2014. Yep. Um, so technically, it's been four years since Guacamelee. So we we feel like, you know, maybe it's just been it's it. We say it fits like a glove. All these things like it's very similar to the first one, but it's been almost half a decade since the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, do we think this? Do we think it's long enough? Do we think it's the right length? Do we think it's too short? Would we have wanted more, um, Brett? Like, how do you feel? Like, kind of approaching the end, still a couple hours to go. Like, how do you feel about the kind of the, how things are like wrapping up and stuff? Uh, I kind of want more because I just like the game. That's the thing. Like, I like the combat in the game. Um, like, I, I think that's really it for me. It's like I just want more of the challenges because that's. That's kind of what I like about this game. Is just I like how the combat plays. It's super nice and intuitive, and I just really love the the challenges that they come up with that make me push all the buttons and try and figure it out. So it kind of sucks that I am coming near the end of it, but uh, I and that just makes me just want to have more because I think the team behind it actually puts some really well thought out like level design and stuff. Mm. So it just makes me want more. Like uh, give me a DLC, I'll probably buy it for sure. So I understand that. Yeah, it's a small game and all, but. I definitely, definitely want more of it. So, Jason, how do you feel? Do you think it's like the right length? Are you looking for more? Um, or? Well, I mean, I'm definitely looking for more, but I'd say the game probably is slightly too long by the tiniest bit. 
Mm. Might be maybe an hour too long. Um, was but that being said, I was oh, gonna say sorry. I was gonna say I personally I feel like Guacamelee One was longer, and I and I know we looked at the time in it. I think Steve checked that out before, but uh, I, it just felt like Guacamelee. Like I felt like I played that more, like just longer, more days put into it or whatever, mm-hmm. compared to compared to two. Like I, maybe it's just because I. I'm familiar with one from one and two is just a cakewalk now in a sense like I, I know how to play it and yeah. I learned everything in one like how to do all the like I'm an advanced player now so maybe that's why I just feel like two I'm just blasting through it and I want more of it so like give me another 10 hours of this and I'm down you know so mm-hmm. so th- there's a few thoughts I have on that it's definitely longer than guac mm. one. it absolutely is um, that be, but that being said, like for me, it's it's hard to say because like I worked on the game and I tested the game a lot when mm. the first game came out. So like I've played hundreds of hours of Guacamelee, whereas as of right now, I've played eleven hours of Guac Two. Mm-hmm. But um, before Guacamelee originally came out, we had to do testing. You know, whenever we'd get a new build, we'd have to make sure we could platinum it, and mm-hmm. I could do a playthrough of Guacamelee, unlock hard, and then do a hard playthrough of Guacamelee. In a work day, like in an eight-hour day, right, like beat right. it on normal, then beat it on hard. Jeez, okay, um, <laughs> hardcore. Uh, you gotta, you gotta start streaming uh, your Guacamelee skills. <laughs> um, well, actually, yeah. Um, no, no, but but that being said, sorry. My point being is like, I I like doing speed running, so like the way I get enjoyment out of a game is playing mm-hmm. it over and over again. So I I typically prefer two to three-hour games that I can, like, chip away at. And I'll play that game dozens of times. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I'm feeling Guac 2, I'm going to try seeing how low I can get my time in Guac, Guac 2, absolutely. Um, but I still feel like even if I, like, go at it real hard in practice, it'll still be, like, a four- or five-hour run mm-hmm. to 100%. Um, actually, which would be... Actually, you just made me think of something, too. I feel like uh, Guacamelee 1 was more Metroidvania than 2. I feel like 2, everything is very systematically in line with everything whereas one i felt like i actually had to go back and do other things to really 100 percent it like right now i just feel like i'm clearing it like just by the book right now yeah Um, that's so so i I looked at how long to beat so guacamole one main story six hours and then completion is 14 hours there's like main story and extras is eight and a half hours guacamole two main story is 10 and a half hours and then completion is like 13 hours so it's certainly it looks like hmm. the, the maybe the story is longer, but a hundred percenting of it is kind of still in line, um, you know, pretty competitively. Yeah. Um, I don't. I I feel like for me, Guac, maybe Guacamelee, like Brett, you're saying, like I played it. I played it on Vita, and then I played it again on PS4. So I played it twice, or I, I mean, I played and beat that game like four times. So maybe that's yeah. just why Guacamelee seems maybe a little bit longer, just because I played it more than I played Guacamelee too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Guacamelee 2 like we've kind of already stated a couple times fits like a glove there's um, yeah. they bring back a lot of this stuff like a lot of the, all the the moves the uppercut the dash and stuff like that all those circle moves are, are back um, I was surprised to see the the, the superpower or whatever the, like when you go kind of um, godlike or whatever from Super mm. Turbo Championship Edition doesn't come back Oh, Intenso. Yes. Yes. So that doesn't come back. But what they do expand on is the chicken. So the chicken was in the first game. It was more of just the Metroid ball 
um, yeah. platforming part, but they added kind of combat. It's, uh, I think it's hilarious, like, when you're fighting as, like, the, the chicken. Like, they put in some really mm-hmm. great animations. I always loved even, like, in the kind of cinematic parts when you're still a chicken and he's, like, eating stuff off the ground or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they give you the dash as the chicken. They give you the kind of the upper, the polio attack or whatever, which is just mm-hmm. uh, kind of the up up part, and, and you expand on those things. Um, so they Dodging. Yes. And so they, uh, they kind of split the combat into two, but you can start kind of merging them as well, uh, where you can kind of turn into a chicken during a normal battle and then, you know, do the slide the, the slide i think is like an orange shield and and the the upper one is like a purple shield um do we how did we feel about like the kind of the so the, what i'm trying to get at is the biz, biggest expansion i guess on the gameplay perspective one of the bigger expansions i'll get into the kind of skill tree in a second one of the bigger expansions is the chicken part how did we feel about kind of those sections and and that like addition like was it something that we felt like added to it or or whatnot like what are our thoughts on i guess the chicken the chicken upgrades in the game jason uh upon seeing the reveal my reaction immediately was oh that's that i was like oh yeah that's exactly the right direction to go like i was like that's that's it the chicken was a, a fan favorite people loved the chicken for just how funny the premise was yeah mm-hmm. uh, so i'm like making it combat viable to me that was like oh yeah that was that was the best call. Like, I'm not 100% sure what else they could have done. I, I I don't think I would have thought of it per se. But, like, upon seeing it, I was like, oh, yeah, like, good call, guys. Like, that was exactly the right call. Like, super smart. Yeah. My wife was watching me play the game, and she would just see me, like, attacking these creatures as a chicken. She's just like, what are you playing? <laughs> um, Brad, like, do you, are you kind of in the same, same vein? Do you think the chicken sections are just as good? Like, the combat is just as good and worthy as, as the normal kind of sections? Um, yeah, I, at first I was just like, oh yeah, chicken time. I, I just, it was just like, I just like that they gave the chicken abilities to make the, the challenges more diverse. That's the way I look at it. Mm. Cause I actually like switching from the chicken and doing his stuff and switching to, uh, guacamole and doing his things, like how they combined everything together. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I, it was just, it's fun fighting as him, but actually I realized that I don't use the chicken that much actually so hmm. yeah i don't really use them and then i was like oh i have to get all the achievements for them so i guess i'll i'll use them oh like in the regular <laughs> combat you're not switching to them yeah i don't really switch to them unless like i have to oh, no i was i was switching to do that dash attack pretty pretty frequently because it just got them I mean, up he's, in the air i noticed that like from fighting with him he's a lot more he seems more powerful at some for some reason just his uh his upper dash his purple dash he's, mm. he seems really strong Hmm. Um, that's possible i will i will say one thing um which just reminded me of a, of a funny story of one time i uh, pretty this week actually um i was just out in public uh and i was talking about the game and i didn't say the name of the game and i didn't mention luchador or anything but i was just talking about fighting something as a chicken i just was like oh yeah chicken 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 and a random person was like came up and was like, i'm sorry i just overheard you say chicken like five times are you talking about guacamole <laughs> <laughs> that, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. And they're like, yeah, yeah, chicken, fine. And like, which just reinforced to me, like, yeah, chicken is one of the parts people remember about that game. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. I, mean, I do remember when I was playing it, uh, the first one, and I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could just fight these stupid things as the chicken because I didn't want to swap, swap out at the time. Mm-hmm. And now now that I have the ability, I'm not even doing it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. 
It's like I wanted it in one, but now that I have it, I don't care. <laughs> now that I think about it, I don't think there are many times where the the power the shields are kind of like switching back and forth between Juan and, and Chicken. But I was just kind of doing it just because it was like a it gave you um, like it, it it was just it was fat like to me the chicken was just faster to do like yeah. the slide attack and stuff like that. So it just it made it like more chaotic and stuff like dodging and doing the slide attack. Um, but I don't think there are many, maybe, and Jason, maybe you can uh, elaborate on the hard playthrough, but I don't think there are many times where you had to switch back and forth. Is that true in hard? Well, I was going to say, there specifically was one place where it happened a lot. Yeah. And that's the Jaguar fight. Yeah, so let's, so let's like, talk about the I, Jaguar fight. Like, I was getting, mixing up yellow and green shields with a purple or an orange shield, and they would be swapping them quickly. Um, mm. it, 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 I think it's part of what contributed to making it more nuts. So this fight is probably my favorite favorite part of the game, um, just because I love the combat in this game so much. Basically, mm. you fight. Uh, you start off fighting just the one Javier Jaguar from the first game, uh, and then they the the second an, uh, another one comes in from another dimension, mm-hmm. uh, and they do the um, that meme of the the Arnold and Apollo Creed like doing the handshake oh, yes. or whatever. From Predator? Yeah. Yes. Oh, is it from Predator? I thought it was from... Um... No, that was, that's, that's from the beginning yeah. of Predator. Yeah. Oh, so it's not Apollo Creed. It's, uh... it's no, Carl it Weathers. Yeah, it's Carl same, same guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, same. And then the third one comes in, and when you're fighting all three of those, even on normal, I think I died three or four times, like, that fight is legit. It is... Um, so that, that fight has you switching back and forth between Chicken and, and Juan and, and just kind of... Just trying to, like... You just want to like you just you're just thinking okay, get to the first guy that you that you have down to like half health because the second dude doesn't come in until you get to the first guy about halfway mm-hmm. health. But then they're all just mixing in. That's my dog barking in the background. I apologize. Um, they're all just they're they're just mixing in and like one of them will I don't know how they kind of do the AI when it comes to these fights. Like make sure that they're not all three doing the same fighters or move or whatever, but. You don't even have time to like heal yourself or anything like that. Like I, that was one of the reasons. Like that that fight is probably one of the best parts of the game, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy, and I, I I love it. And like I was so it literally made me so happy. Like I was like, oh my god, you maniacs, you did it. <laughs> like I like like years ago, I flippantly one day just said like, I just want to make a fight with two jaguars. Mm-hmm. Um. And so when I saw this, I was like, oh, you guys, you, you did it. And then the third one showed up, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the happiest day of my life. Fifteen <laughs> minutes later, I was I was borderline – I was about to rage quit. Mm. And then I just fought through it, and I was like, okay, I came out the other side of that. But that, that I was on tilt for a little bit. I nice. was a good, like, ten minutes on tilt. Nice. <laughs> it didn't help that it was two forty-five a.m. either. <laughs> like I'm sure that contributed to it. That I was like, "Not you're not beating me tonight. If I go to sleep tonight, I will have lost mm-hmm. this battle. So I'm not giving up." It's. Um, I almost wish that they kind of just expanded on it and just did that with like. I wish there was like kind of a boss rush mode or something in the game yeah. where where it could just start mixing all. Like you said that they they do this theme of of um, all the different dimensions and stuff. If they just start kind of doing that with the different bosses maybe that's a dlc or something down the road but i wish they kind of expanded on that because that fight is is the like premium part of that game to me and i and i wish there was just like more of it because it was so much fun mm-hmm. 
Um, <laughs> what, so the other thing, I already kind of alluded to it, but there is a skill tree in the game. Um, they don't go the full RPG route with having like a level or anything like that. So in the first game, you only you can increase your stamina and your health, and then in the super and uh, the update, you can get the the godlike mode. I forget already what it's called. Um, but there's no you, you didn't really like level up or get stronger or anything like that. If I recall, like you got costumes and stuff that kind of would positively affect you and negatively affect you in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this game actually has kind of a skill tree um, and little things like you know just giving you more money or just increasing the power of attacks or or giving you the new suplexes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Um, brett how close to you are you maxing out that tree uh pretty close yeah i found i i I, I was gonna say i kind of find it pointless (laughs) like when i first started i was like where the hell are my moves right (laughs) like where is everything Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden i'm like oh there's a tree oh man (laughs) And then I saw, like, the three, the four guys that I have to unlock. I'm like, well, that should be interesting. But, like, I thought that was, like, the weakest part to the game because they just appeared. Like, Crocodile Man was just standing there. I'm like, oh, you're part of my crew now. Like, or you're my teacher now. I kind of wish they kind of fleshed uh, some of those guys out a little bit. Like, Hothead, Mm -hmm. obviously, or whatever his name is. We all know him from the first one, so he's already fleshed out. But, like, Big Bertha, the muscular person i don't really remember her if she was in the first one or not and i don't remember the crocodile guy from the first one so i'm just like uh i don't remember these guys so build them out for me Mm. that's 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 totally fair um yeah that's my only complaint about it It was just it just was like it felt tacked on because the characters themselves were tacked on so i i i I at first like i I agree with brett like i I at first was like where are my moves because in like guacamole i loved Mm -hmm. the suplex and the pile driver and and to not have those at the beginning i was like oh and then when i eventually met the muscular woman she's like Mm -hmm. i'll teach you wrestling moves i was like oh thank god that's what i've been saving my money for so i instantly just bought suplex because like suplex has the biggest splash damage it's your best crowd control Mm -hmm. um pile driver is your highest dps when you want a thing and you want it dead right now, you pile drive it. Yeah. Um, the kick was always the weirdest. It was just it was just a distancing tool. Like I don't mm-hmm. want you near me right now, but you could just do a normal throw typically. And the yeah. one where you kick straight up, same thing. Like just you could just get, throw them up. Yeah. Just uh, get them suplex, away. suplex, and pile driver. Those are like those are two key things in my tool belt at all times. So the first yeah, couple same. hours did feel weird. I was like, oh, you strip things away from me, and I feel like I don't. I felt naked without them. Yeah, same here. Yeah, and I was like, I should start with these. That's the way I thought. I'm like, how did, how did I forget these? So, <laughs> well, I just like thought seven it was like years I was overweight. Just, yeah, yeah. I like, seven am I years overweight? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, and and I found that like I just I I maxed it out like before the end of the game, and I think by the end of the game I had like forty th- or twenty thousand coins or whatever. So mm-hmm. there there just wasn't like enough like i like they kind of tiptoed into an rpg sort of uh thing they didn't actually like go dive straight in like they like it has a skill tree but you level it up pretty quickly and, and you unlock all the stuff pretty quickly mm-hmm. uh and then you don't like level up yourself or anything like that like like in castlevania symphony of the night or anything like or any of those castlevania rpgs where you kind of level mm-hmm. up and and whatnot um would we have wanted so so they kind of tiptoed? Would we have wanted them to see kind of dive right in with like a leveling system, or would we rather just like how do we like what do we think 
of what, of how they kind of handled it. Like, was it the right move to kind of take these away and then just give them a layer? Would we want more RPG elements? Like, how do we how do we feel about that, Jason? Um, once again, like actually, really good point. Like, I like the way you use the term tiptoed because that's kind of what it was. Mm-hmm. I think likely it was definitely like experimental. Like, it's definitely like, oh, let's try this and see what people think of it mm-hmm. before deciding where to go with it, which is smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I personally wouldn't want to see it go full leveling. I think that's a bit extreme. Yeah. Um, um, like I said, like I said, the, the right move, in my opinion, was to make the combat better. So if there, if there ever is a Guacamelee 3, which I guess is four to five years out, mm-hmm. um, like if they found ways to make it even more, like even more interesting combat, like maybe have more interesting tag team moves or like... Yeah, that's so what I was going to say. Mm, yeah, yeah, like expand on the wrestling fighting a bit more. More grapples, like, would be kind of interesting. And, like, you know, I, I obviously don't have the answers what to do, but but I, I think, um, yeah, yeah, they kind of tiptoed into it. And But like I said, uh, we, I, I haven't actually checked out any reviews myself. Um, yeah, neither have I, actually. I assume great across the board. Like, I have no reason not to think that. Um, but I'm sure they're waiting to see. And if people are like, oh, my God, the best addition to this game is these skill trees – then they'll they'll take that and they'll go okay. Mm, I don't think that will happen. <laughs> no one's. I I, I per, like okay. I, I one I just thought they're pointless. It's just I don't need them. It, this is a beat 'em up game in the end. The mm. Metro Metrovania beat 'em up game. Get rid of it. I do like the idea of more moves, cooler things to do. Um, maybe if they want to expand it in uh, Guacamelee Three, they could do. Uh, a tag system, so to speak, kind of like Marvel versus Capcom. Tag me in a new character, or whatever. Oh, 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 you know, yeah. like give me because, like, I actually wanted to play as uh, what's her face, Tostia or whatever her name oh, is. Yeah. And like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you pop up at the randomest times in my adventure. You have nothing really. There's a big disconnect between me and her whenever she shows up. And mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there going, uh, and I'm just like. Well, why can't I tag her in? Like, let me be here for something. So I think uh, some kind of Street Fighter tag system would be great in the future. God, but... that's awesome. So you can play as her though. Like you can yeah, change you your can. costume, but it's not. It's just a. It's just like a character skin. Like it's not really. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Exactly. Did any of us but... play multiplayer though? Oh no, I haven't yet. Yeah. So yeah. I, same. I didn't. So I, I. So maybe this is a moot point, but maybe those things exist. My dog is freaking out at something in the background. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Heather to take her for a walk, but she's just freaking out. Um, so I don't know if if maybe there's tag team stuff in multiplayer. I didn't actually. I haven't tried it myself. You can always throw if if you throw, and you can do this in Guacamelee One as well. If one player throws an enemy, the other one can catch them. Um, it doesn't really cause anything. It's just kind of fun. Like it's fun to one player throws it at the other player. The other player grabs them out of midair and pile drives them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just it was always it's kind of a fun thing you can do. It's kind of like a happenstance like yeah, it's possible. It's no different than if you just pile drive them yourself. Yeah. But it's it's kind of a fun thing. Um I don't I, I don't know if there's multiplayer specific mechanics. Um but yeah, oddly enough, I just don't think of it as a multiplayer game. Same yeah, here. I don't same. I have no cares for it as a multiplayer game. I'm watching so. I'm watching some multiplayer gameplay right now, but it look it does look like it's just sort of Everyone's just kind of doing their own thing. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it suits as a multiplayer game. Really. I don't know. It just doesn't suit it for me. Yeah. 
Um, it's it's just as easy without. One one thing I do commend Drinkbox for, though, um, you know, speaking to like you, Stephen, as a fellow trophy hunter, is that there are no multiplayer trophies. I'm glad there isn't a like beat the game with four players. Yeah. Oh God! Oh my God! Trophy. Oh. So I I appreciate that. <laughs> That would me, drive me nuts. It's giving me a heart yeah. attack just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Especially since it's it's just local multiplayer too. I don't think I saw any online components. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. It it is a fairly easy platinum as well. Um, you you beat the game. I mean, you could do it in one playthrough, but that would be pretty pretty challenging. Most people I'm, I'm seeing online like most people are recommending that you just kind of do it uh, in two different playthroughs. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I 100%ed last night, so I got 91% of the trophies, uh, and then I'll get the, you know, I'll, I'll beat on hard over the next week or so. Or, or so. Um, I think the DLC for Super Turbo Championship Edition has multiplayer trophies. Yeah, it did, but because, like, they were so considerate, there's always an alternate way. It's like, beat this level with two players, or if you're single player, do it without dying, or, mm-hmm. you know... Or if you like, have friends, you can just... <laughs> yeah, but there was always... A, you could totally do them all single player. There was, mm-hmm. like, multiplayer or, you know, if you just do it this way without ever uppercutting or something, like, it also counts. I see. The the I gotta go back. I have the Platinum in the OG Guacamelee one, uh, but I don't have it in the Super Turbo Championship Edition, so I gotta go back and kind of do that. So my week is going to be pretty Guacamelee-filled. Um, mm. So, so how, how do we feel? Where, where do we want the series to go from uh from here because so like i mentioned the first game came in 2013 like five years ago the update came out a year later um and then they did severed and then now they did this do we you know do we hope that you know this is it this is the game and they'll kind of do severed 2 or, or something like something random by the way i liked how there was a trophy called severed and severed 2 um yes yeah uh or do we think like maybe they'll do because the the Super Turbo Championship Edition? One thing that I really like Drinkbox for was that it had new like areas as well. It wasn't just like new mm-hmm. costumes and stuff like that. It was like brand mm-hmm. new area built into the world, which I think is pretty like impressive for a Metroidvania. Um, mm-hmm. Would we want to see that? Would we rather they just go straight to Guacamelee Three? Would we want them to kind of take a break from this for the next like four or five years, just like they did with the first one? Brett, like, how are you feeling about kind of the series of Guacamelee? Um, I would like some DLC if they want. I'll t- I'll buy it. I don't want a Turbo Edition though. Nothing like that, because like I only purchased the first one and I've never upgraded the Turbo one at all. Because I think it was a full purchase too. I don't think it was actually like a DLC purchase. Um, so if they do a DLC for Guacamelee two, I'm definitely I'll buy it. Um, of course I want a Guacamelee three, but I guess they'll have to make Severed two. Or try to make a new game. I don't know. Uh, so far, the studio for me has just been like a you know a good one trick pony. But the pony they're on is great. So give me more guacamole. I don't know. Or just give me another beat 'em up. They're really good at beat 'em up. So maybe reuse the engine, put a new fresh coat of paint on it, and give me a different experience with it. I don't know. But I'd be down for another beat 'em up from them because their engine is silky smooth. And um, mm. why not? Why not do another beat 'em up? So. Yeah, Jason, how do you do? Are you looking for Guacamelee three or? Yeah, but I mean, one thing, one thing. I mean, especially, I, I think Drinkbox surprised a lot of people by not jumping right into Guacamelee two. The fact they did severed, mm-hmm. and they're you know they're they're a good creative team that always wants to do original things. Uh, more mm-hmm. important than that, they're a very good team that wants to do whatever they want to do. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like so they'll, definitely, they'll, they'll like, do what I, they want. So yeah, they can it, make whatever they want right now because yeah. they know that they can make money off of Guacamelee. Like they got a franchise, so they can do whatever they want so. for the next game. So they will. Like yeah, and I mean. Yeah, uh, I, like from from what I know uh, of the people there, like yeah, it's just they'll do they'll do what they they want to do basically, and if what they want to do is right into a new guacamole, they'll do that. Mm-hmm. If they're not feeling it, they won't. If they feel like yeah, if they if they feel like they want to make a new beat 'em up, they will. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, and and that's one of the things I admire for them is like they they they, they do what they want, and and they have great range because I mean they've proven that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because a lot of indies, you know, wind up working their way into just like sequel houses. Yeah. Um, and, and it's quite common for indies to to focus on uh, on sequels as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so and yeah, and, and like I said, and like like we said at the top of the conversation, like this is an impressive sequel. Like I will say that, um, it, like in all fairness and honesty, like when I saw the reveal at Paris Games Week last year, um. My initial impression of it was was excitement, but also like I wasn't too sure because it it, it was the same one graphics. Mm-hmm. It was all the same. Like um, I was like, oh, it's, it's like it looks like it's the same thing. But I yeah. will say the released product is a huge bump. Mm-hmm. Like it's not fair to say that it's recycled or anything. Like like it, it's a big bump in quality. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I, I give props for that. Like. I would, and I wouldn't say it's re- it's recycled. I would like I would I would just say like like Brad said earlier like it fits like a glove like it's very uh for, it's very familiar but it's a very mm-hmm. cozy familiar like you it, like you're playing it and like as soon as you kind of get full control of it you're you're you like feel right at home you're just like yes this is this is it like is. the block melee that I kind of remember like it, they didn't change it yeah. they, like it 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 looks yeah. really great um is how I feel about it I don't think. Yeah. Um. You know. It. Yeah. And they don't do like they add their little things in there to kind of change it up. The chicken plays a bigger part. They have the kind of grappling hook, uh, like thing. I don't really know if they have a name for it in the game, but they have that. Um, Isn't it like the falcon fling or something? Eagle fling? Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, some, something like that. Yeah, it's like the falcon fling or something. So they yeah. have. So so that. Yeah, there is a name for it. Um. Yeah. So, so that's in the game. Like. The, so they definitely. Change it up a little bit, but they don't. They don't take like a complete one eighty. So just looking at Drinkbox yep. Studios Wikipedia page, two thousand thirteen is Guacamelee. Two thousand fourteen was the Super Turbo Championship Edition, and then two years later was Severed. Two years later has been Guacamelee too. So if we're looking at Guacamelee, maybe next year we're going to see some sort of DLC update. Otherwise, mm. probably twenty twenty, maybe twenty twenty one. We're seeing like kind of whatever the next game they're working mm-hmm. on, whether it's Guacamelee three or, or or something else. Yeah, and. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <think that's laughs> I, I just, I was just thinking of like more things to talk about the game, like because it's, it's so much. No, I was um, just going to say, like, I was just going to open it up. Is there anything that we kind of didn't go over, or anything that we would want to like um, go back and say? Like, I think we're all pretty in high praise of the game, and we have all pretty similar criticism of just that it's a little, you know, it's it's familiar. They don't do anything like super overwhelmingly different but it's just like it's really great and a lot of fun to play like it is a game that i would just recommend everyone pick up mm-hmm. yeah and i mean yeah yeah and i mean I, like if this is a spoiler cast like don't mind jumping into stuff like i kind of mentioned that the game is always hard and never lets up but i think it does actually in a really brilliant way uh which is those parts where you're the chicken and you get the blue feather mm-hmm. yes and you become the giant chicken that just 
you can't die, it immediately kills every enemy in one hit. Those are like your eases of tension, and they're both funny, um, and they also like, yeah, you can't die. You can't die mm-hmm. as a giant chicken, I don't think, anyway. I don't think so either. I was trying to, like, oh. when, when that was happening one of them, because I got the... By the way, don't worry about the 150 hit trophy, because you will get it during one of those moments yeah pretty i was at like i was legit at 999 i was like it's not even going up um yes and i love what happens when you get a 999 combo too all the people uh, on the left hand side just start freaking yeah out. so yeah. <laughs> yeah whenever you get a combo you have like you know a face slides out and typically it's one of the trainers i think at like 200 it's flame face and they come out and give a thumbs up if you get a 999 combo all the white chivos from all the dimensions pop their heads out one by one <laughs> and it just goes on forever and it's white chivo white chivo with a with a mustache white chivo <laughs> with the dreads white chivo with the, like the hippie shirt That's and, funny. Just, and they all come out and just the side of your screen is just flipping out with ui for like 10 seconds and i got a good laugh <laughs> at that yeah i was trying to like die during that big chicken part and, and yeah i think you're right i don't think you can i think it is just meant to be one of those moments of just uh, like a funny moment, just kind of relieve yeah. some of the the stress, I guess, of the difficulty of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any, Brett? Is there anything else that we didn't kind of talk about that you would want to mention? Uh, no, I think we've. I feel like we touched everything that I've played so far. So yeah, it's just like just buy it. It's a great game. So, yeah. Jason, and if you haven't played the first one. Get the first one. Yeah. Too. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, just buy both. It's a great beat 'em up Metroidvania game. Like you it's a game that you have to have in your lineup of console or PlayStation or like if you own a system or, or a computer, you ha- this is a must have game to have, like with your Mario. That's what I'm saying. You have Sur- to have it. Super Turbo Championship Edition is on PS4, Xbox One, PC, Xbox Three Sixty, and Wii U. So it's on yeah. pretty much everything except for Switch, I guess. Yeah. Get it. Um Jason as uh, since since you and I have both done the, the kind of final challenge, how did you feel? But like the getting the golden keys, I was kind of summarizing, but now I've just remembered this question: getting the final keys, the chicken keys. This is sort of like the final challenge. Yep. Um, I liked how kind of diversified the, the challenge was. Like there is the battling one, and then there's platforming and stuff like that. How did you feel about that compared to the first one? I forget what it was in the first one, but it was similar that you had like these kind of five. It was like the orbs or whatever, right? Yeah, it was the orbs. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the orb challenges in Guacamelee now seem quaint because mm-hmm. you had two late treetops, which was the hardest in that game. Yeah. You had the dimension. It wasn't the dimension, but it was the weird mystery zone with the swirly background and um, the bl- the platforms that kept swapping. Oh man, that platform were, swapping one, Jesus! Yeah. That, like I said, that is deliciously quaint hmm. compared to the stuff that comes up in Guacamelee Two. The fire, um, the fire track. One yes, was. That was the first one I hit, and I was like, this is such a bitch. <laughs> the Jade Temple one? Yes, yeah. I call it the Jade Temple run. Um, yeah, that thing That thing is excellently designed. It's. Um, I initially didn't quite understand, um, because I was trying to swap the dimensions like, at exactly the right moment. Oh. Until mm. I realized, like, oh, it's actually built that you don't have to do that. It'll just flow for you. And it's really smartly designed because it looks like you're heading to a wall of lava <laughs> and then a dimension slide comes right behind you and washes it away. Yeah, no, it's, and, it's uh, I think the dimension that you want to be on is the one you have to, to be on to enter it because it's a wall is blocking it yeah. in one dimension, right? Yeah, exactly. So they telegraph that nicely. Um, I was just, for some reason, my brain was overthinking it and I was trying to, like, I was trying to get ahead of it and circumvent the puzzle and 
like with perfect swap timing I could squeeze through and stuff. And then I was like, oh no, you just go with it. And then when you learn, it's just like riding a river. It's literally a river run. Like yeah. mm. the conveyor belts take you like a current. Um, that was the one it, yeah. that I was. That was the one where I was kind of just like gaining a little like that was. Um, it was just it was like gaining to me. I'd just been playing it for too long or something like that. But I was like gaining pretty like that was that's where I was like getting fed up and stuff. Where I was just like oh, I'm like oh I don't even. Like, I just die and start over right away. I just have to keep redoing this. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's not like the, the chicken ones. Like, you just kind of... Yeah, it's like they're one, all just reset like, platforms. Yeah, it's like one screen or whatever. Whereas this yeah. is like this huge, long thing. So, like, there was mm. times where I would get to, like, the very top part. Because the top part didn't have the dimensions. Um, yeah. It just had the eagle, uh, eagle swinging stuff. So, you can kind of take your time by just jumping on the same swing. Yeah, and, there, and I screwed up there, and I was—I got so mad. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't even, <laughs> can't even right now." Um, yeah, it's it's like a solid 80, 90 second thing you have to do. Yeah, I'm in one constantly. continuous run. Yeah, yeah. But I'd be interested to hear when you, when you get to it. There's, it's like you'll know what we're talking about once you get there. Yeah. Can't wait, um, Jason. Is there anything that we kind of didn't? Uh, touch on that you want to just like mention especially as someone who is like kind of a designer developer the first game this is like your first kind of this is your first drink box game that you're a fan and not a yeah that's true yeah so like i'm yeah like i said i was excited i kind of went in went in just played it enjoyed it for what it was um as a fan like it ticked like like i said it, it ticked a lot of boxes it did all the right moves um, I was happy to see Inferno was an area. I was happy to see Devil Rooster. He's my favorite character from Guacamole. Um, my single favorite image from Guacamole always has been my favorite element of Guacamole is the story part where the devil is sitting behind his desk and he's like looking up from his glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was that's my favorite thing. I love that character. And I actually thought since it's a different dimension, I was I was actually hoping it would be the real devil. Because I'm like, well, the devil in the original timeline got turned into a rooster, but I think they just were like, well, we didn't, we didn't make animations for him, so he's devil rooster in every dimension. <laughs> so just a I'm like, I'm uh, like, that's fair, that's fair, but no, devil rooster, like, yeah, uh, recontextualized characters were amazing. Shtavai running a alabrihe preserve, yeah, is amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's it's it, it's fan servicey, which. When you think about it, for them to realize they need to fan service on the second game mm-hmm. of a potential franchise, like that's how I think speaks to how popular Guacamole is and how they like how they treat it is like they they treat it, and I mean it's it's thought of by many people by something that's like I said mega popular. Like Guacamole almost feels like a cartoon that has existed since the eighties. Mm-hmm. Like I almost mm-hmm. feel like Guacamole has always been around, and that's. Mm-hmm. They, they, like I said, that confidence they bring to their storytelling, and that's was my takeaway. Cool. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, 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 agree with all that. I uh, personally, I hope that we go straight into a Guacamelee three. I would, I would be happy with like a Super Turbo Championship Edition, whatever, with like new levels and, and stuff. Um, but I hope we, I hope they just kind of go into the third one. As much as I liked Sle- Severed, as much as I like Tales from Space. By the way, Tales from Space being called about a blob and the mutant blob attacks kind of matches up with your, uh, like it's just a TV show that's been going on. Um, mm-hmm. so, but like we said, like they're just going to do whatever they kind of want to do. I think Drinkbox now is yeah. one of those studios that has the, the, the fans behind them that 
whatever they work on next, you'll know it's a, a drink box game and, and people yeah. will follow like me and yeah. like, mm-hmm. all, like all of us really. Um, cool. Well, thanks for joining. Um, Jason and Brett, and thank you for listening. Uh, make sure that you go to patreon.com slash Canadian Game Devs because uh, they got this episode a couple days earlier. Uh, and go to soundcloud.com slash Canadian Game Devs uh, to follow and iTunes and Google and the website and Discord and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason and Brett, thank you so much, man. Absolutely. No problem. Glad to talk. It was great. Yep. <laughs>